Dear world, it's your girl, Miss Amber J, and welcome to another episode. One of the things that I have been working on is reading more. So this year and moving forward, I will continue this, um, is to read one book per month. I definitely can read more than one book per month, but I wanted to set a realistic goal. And I also know my strengths and my weaknesses. And one of my weaknesses is definitely not being consistent with my goals. So far this year, I have successfully read 15 books. The last book that I read was Let Love Have the Last Word by Common. Let Love Have the Last Word is categorized as a memoir, but in my opinion, I also received it as a self-help book. One of the things that Common discussed in the book that resonated for me, or should I say with me, was being present. He talked about being present in the moment, enjoying the moment, and just living in the moment. A lot of times I dwell in the past how things used to be, who used to be in my life, and how much things have changed. Then other times I think too far into the future, how I want things to be, where I want to go, what I want to do, and I just lose sight of the present moment and I'm unappreciative of the present moment because I'm stuck thinking too far ahead or too far back. I'm going to read a couple pages from the book so you guys get a better understanding of what I'm referring to. Okay, this is page 134 out of Let Love Have the Last Word. I put my trust in God and remind myself I can only do things right now. Presence of mind goes to the heart of becoming an active participant in love. It's difficult to love someone, impossible maybe, if you are not present. One of the greatest gifts you got is presence of mind. And when it comes to love, there is nothing more pure and divine you can provide. Because if you work on consistently allowing yourself to be here in the present, you'll naturally let go of so much drama and negativity. You won't hold on to things that happen or hold things against someone for what they've done, especially when someone has made a mistake. You become more forgiving without really trying or thinking about it. When you are present, you understand that that was something that had to happen in the past. Nothing you can do about it now and no amount of grasping onto the negative energy will change what happened. But you don't have to put that person's past onto them like extra weight placed on the shoulders. As if they don't have enough to carry, as if we all don't. Presence of mind gives the power, I'm sorry, presence of mind gives you the power to choose how you react and behave in a situation. Besides, if the person has made a choice and declared to you that they want to do better and you see them actively working to change their behavior, then there's not much else you can do other than mind your own feelings and watch your own reactions. The issues I've had with relationships come from the past, not the present. If I could really just love in the present, I could love the greatest way possible for all of us in a whole and complete way that is healthy, flexible and beneficial. So while the entire book is insightful, these couple of pages where Common talks about presence of mind and being present are the most relatable to me. And I digested the most from those pages. After reading that section of the book, I went online and read a couple articles about being present in the moment. And I came across this article on psychology today, Mindfulness and Being Present in the Moment by Elissa Barbash. I probably butchered her name, but I do want to go into a couple key points about the article that I found interesting. I will say that I didn't realize how much of an impact being present had on your mental health. 
And I also didn't realize how often I actually wasn't present in different moments and also while loving various people in my life. The first thing that stuck out in the article was when Alyssa said, I often tell my patients that depression lives in the past and anxiety lives in the future. Calmness and peace of mind live in the present. Between Common's book and this article, I'm connecting all type of dots. Do you guys remember in one of my previous podcasts where I discussed the graduation speech and how I was really nervous and my anxiety had me on edge? So again, the article says, I often tell my patients that depression lives in the past and anxiety lives in the future. Calmness and peace of mind live in the present. So when I was preparing for that speech or even thinking about preparing for that speech, I was living in the future, which is why I had anxiety, which is why I often have anxiety, because I'm so concerned about what will happen, what might happen, what could go wrong instead of just living in the moment. Alyssa goes on to say, your mind may be stealing your time. What does this mean? Well, have you ever been on a vacation or doing something you really enjoy, but had the thought, I don't want this to be over, or this is so fun, but it will soon be Monday and I'll be back at work. This type of thinking only allows your mind to steal away your precious time. And in reality, the time will pass naturally. I'm the poster child for doing that. I'm constantly, like constantly, you can ask my mama, I'm constantly always saying, oh my God, the weekend's almost over. It's about to be Monday again, blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, the weekend is just passing me by because I'm too focused on it being Monday. Ain't that crazy? She goes on to say, another example of this is when you have something very exciting approaching, perhaps a trip, your wedding, a reunion, or a big party. Let's run with this example for a moment. You may be so excited about the trip that all you can do is think about and plan for it. However, by thinking this way, you are essentially wishing away the time between now and the trip, which is going to pass anyway, because that is what time does. Then before you know it, you are on the trip and then it's over. A better approach to savor the upcoming excitement of the trip is to literally do that, to be present in the moment, including the time leading up to it, and not to wish away the time until you get there. I had to tap myself when I read that because so many things came to mind when I read it. For example, I said I couldn't wait to be 21 and I started counting down the days. And then I turned 21 and the moment came and went so fast. I remember I said I can't wait to be 25. That moment came and went so fast. So often we can't wait until something happens and then when it finally happens, it comes and goes so quickly. And then we fail to appreciate the time in between what we're waiting for it to happen. The paragraph goes on to say, by being present in the moment and savoring the time leading up, you obtain a higher level of satisfaction, allow yourself to have a better experience and feel more fulfilled as the event has not come and gone as quickly. The article concludes with, time is a precious commodity. Don't mentally rush through it or wish it away. Savor the moments, even those of boredom. They too will pass. And even in those slower moments of life, being present in the moment will increase your appreciation and relaxation in them, as opposed to anxiety or depression if your mind is focused elsewhere in time. As I stated earlier in this episode, I'm aware of my strengths and I'm aware of my weaknesses. So with that, I know I'm the type of person that is going to continue to sometimes dwell in the past and think about the future. However, I will adjust my perception on how I do so. I will not let thinking about my past become a form of depression, and I will not let thinking about my future become a form of anxiety.
I definitely want to be more mindful of the present moments and the people that I share those moments with. Before I give the quote of the day and end this episode, I want to remind everyone of something. Regardless of how well put together someone may be or how conscious they appear, we all are only human. We all still need God's grace, guidance, love, kindness, and forgiveness. Stop comparing yourself to other people and stop beating yourself up for where you think you are supposed to be. What's for you will always be for you, regardless of how long it takes you to accomplish it or obtain it. Love yourself and be present in every moment. Appreciate every day that God wakes you up and continue to seek refuge in him. Today's quote comes from Woodrow Wilson. You are not here merely to make a living. You are here in order to enable the world to live more amply with greater vision, with the finer spirit of hope and achievement. You are here to enrich the world and you impoverish yourself if you forget the errand. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Dear World. Don't forget to turn on your notifications so that you will be notified whenever a new episode of the podcast has been posted.